welcome to How to Stay Married so far. And before we go any further, for those of you that are listening to this podcast and not watching us on YouTube, I'm now walking over to Mark. And I'm giving him a public display of affection. Now, was that too much? Does that offend anyone? Is that unpleasant? Get your hand off that. (laughs) That would be. That would be too much. Ah, public displays of affection. PDAs. PDA, I think it it is always. Whenever we discuss this as a group of women, it always gets everybody fired up. Does it? Yeah. I always think of PDFs, which are documents. Oh, God. <laughs> Hence the trouble, really. Hence the trouble. Um, yeah, PDA, what, I mean, what does it mean? Public display of affection. Well, it's a broad spectrum, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, um, What do you understand by it? Well, it depends where, where we're talking about. Mm. Well, what I understand, what I understand it, as it, it to be in my life is that I am comfortable enough I feel loved enough, I love enough that I would be affectionate in front of people without any worry about Affectionate with your partner. But, yeah. But, for me, the line is any kind, anything that is intimate. So, any kind of... Liquid. Kissing, snogging... um, Anything that makes noises like this. Yeah. Rubbing the inside of a leg... Oh. Holding a bum, right? Putting a hand down the cheek. Hang on a minute. So all of these are inappropriate. Yes. Really? Depending on age, because I think well, I there's say, something quite mutton. I think it can get quite mutton. Oh, there's definitely. Well, we'll get into all those. Yeah. I think details. I mean, my first experiences of PDA uh, in anyone in my family was well. I saw public displays of sexual intercourse from too young an age. So I, I, I think that probably traumatised me uh, in, think so. in such a way that I probably struggled to understand what public affection displays of affection was yeah. or what affection was. Um, the first time I remember seeing affection in a manner that I thought was gentle and loving and sweet was when I can literally remember the one time my nan and granddad hugged each other. Now, hugging is presumably at the very lower end of public displays of affection. We all hug each other. We hug strangers. No, I don't think we do. And I'd certainly not all couples hug each other. No? Would, ne- would never well, do no, it No, but we hug, you see a lot of hugging. In, well, I suppose what I'm trying to say is you go to any train station in the land, you're going to see an awful lot mm. of hugging. Whether it be a friend, a brother, a parent, or whatever, mm. there's people hugging. Yeah. And so for me... Yeah, because you can hug in a non-sexual yeah. relationship. So I had the two opposite ends of the spectrum. I had hardcore porn on one side... And I had really sweet, well, one one sweet showing of of affection between my grandparents. And I remember being so ecstatic when I saw it. Mm. I remember my nan being so blown away by it. Mm. You know, it was so unusual for my granddad to do it. Mm. And I think probably therein is a is a whole subject which we'll talk about about do men do it more, do women want it more, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, my memories are, so my mum, I think, didn't get any affection at all when she was a child. So, though we were very loved and very very well cared for, there was no affection, no, Mm. like, hugs or kisses or anything like that. Um, But my dad, being, you know, Middle Eastern and very sort of, what's the word? He's very sort of bonami, isn't he? Like, big, I grew up. 
with people would come round and my dad would stand with his arms wide open and would hug and kiss and pat people's backs mm. and and he was affectionate with me mm. in a really nice way um and they were affectionate with each other but never in the slightest bit sexual not not at all but it was kind and sweet and my i it was my mum my dad would would be affectionate with my mum but it always looked like my dad moved first to it right but my mum was pleased he had that was the kind of feeling that right. i got um and it always made me feel nice as a kid i think if you see your parents yeah. affectionate as long as it isn't sexual in any way i think for most kids that's a reassuring safe place to be but i can think of many occasions where we are never sort of we never are sexual in our sort of public displays they're not public they're in the house but the girls would just they've go always they've always it. hated any not kind now of... right yeah no, when they true. went through an age where it was like and, and these go, oh please don't and we would literally just be hugging we yeah. never kiss or anything in front of them and we'd say what would you prefer this or us arguing they went or arguing yeah it was bizarre <laughs> wasn't it yeah i mean it was really it was probably at a point that them. they realized what sex was right and so the there's nothing worse than thinking your that parents we'd had sex and that's how they'd come about was probably too horrific for them to imagine. Yeah. Um, um, so I... we actually desexualized ourselves completely. I could tell that there were a few years yeah. where it would have been the worst thing we possibly could have said yeah. was to have admitted that we ever had sex, ever thought of it, or ever thought of it, or were ever likely to ever have it again. Yeah. And so I was like so strict about it, wasn't I? We don't mention yeah. it, we don't. And then I cracked that nut open a bit with Maddie and talked about sex goes on for the whole of your life and all of that, and I broke through that. But I suppose it comes with the maturity, and they realised probably now that affection... I mean, not everyone has to be affectionate to have a good relationship. No way at all. Some people, a, a whole both sides of a couple, don't like it. But for me, it couldn't work not having any... Well, it's funny you should say that, because, I mean, I think if we were to kind of, you know, partition ourselves into categories of who demonstrates or partakes or initiates public displays of affection more than the other one, it's a pretty safe bet that we would say you now. But I do remember there being a point in the past where I really liked not snogging, not sort of being inappropriate or hands-wandering or anything like that, but, like you sitting on my lap or us mm. you know holding each other together at a table and other I people love were there. That. no no i know but, but they i were... tried to sit really next to you near to you the other day in a restaurant you went don't you'll make me hot now hang on a minute hang on a minute i'd sat down i had three layers on i was already perspiring part of that is a is a really kind gesture that you're going to end up with a wet sticky bit on oh your mark please don't well exactly disgusting. exactly so i was doing you a favor once I'd cooled down, I moved closer to you and we, and we hugged. Now, I do feel awkward about hugging in restaurants. I do feel, you're, you're very sweet. You often say, come and sit next to me in a coquettish fashion. Yeah, it's totally wasted on you. Well, it is because I... There's lots I, of other I, people that would go, oh, yes, please. Well, <laughs> all right, but I mean... Well, I, you should think about that. But I, I, I feel a degree of responsibility to other people in the restaurant that we no, shouldn't be I kind of never, cozying up in I a corner. I would never snog you. That's or, not true. Why can't? Why can't you we cozy, cozy up in a corner? We have cozied up in a corner and your hand has incidentally landed on my crutch. This wow. is a fact. Right, now this is... I'm and then, stop I, this and then I get really embarrassed. 
I'm going to stop this podcast and you're really... being a dick. No, I'm not being a dick. So, look, but listen, there were times in the past, and I think this is an important detail, I'm not going to say who, there were certain people that we were around who weren't in couples. Yes. And so there was, I got really frustrated, I remember, for a period of our lives where we just couldn't show any uh, affection mm. in a public s- sphere because of these people that we knew because we wanted to, we didn't want to appear insensitive. And I insensitive. think that's a really nice thing to do. It's, it's like if I have a single friend around, mm. there is no way I would do cuddling in front of them of any, of any kind. No, I'm not talking about cuddling. Because just... you never know mm. what sort of, I think it's excluding and I think it's unfair and you never know what that person might be going through, what loneliness they might be feeling. So that's quite interesting you brought that up. Because that is actually quite a strict rule that I do have in yeah, place. Yeah, you do. But but For so anyone. on that point, given that given that our lives have been incredibly surrounded by people, there was big swathes of time back there where they essentially through no fault of our own, we were rarely on our own. And so consequently there was very little public displays of mm. affection. I recognised it was out of respect to someone else, but at the same time I backed away from it somewhat. But and I you, don't think I've ever... You weren't affectionate right from the beginning. And because I remember this very clearly, because I remember See, the I things that this. go deep into my heart. And you said, and I used to hate this so much, you used oh to say God. it to me all the time. When I used to say, you're not very affectionate. When, and you'd go, and you'd always say to me, well, I've always been affectionate in all my other relationships. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, but this was a matter of perspective. I was no, being exactly was like, as affectionate as I, I was, was in like, any other no, 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 no. Oh what my I God, was saying, no, how I read that yeah, was but you though, read that you were affectionate with somebody else and no, you couldn't be that's affectionate with me. What I was saying was, I was identically affectionate, but other women or other partners found that sufficient Isn't and fine. Isn't funny then? That's just so interesting, the way that we hear things. Yeah, I mean, that because is the reality. the way the reality. that I heard that was, I was affectionate, but I'm not affectionate with you. Not at all. Why well, would I be? Why would I, I be? I years thinking that. Why, well, have, hopefully I've kind of illuminated yeah, you as to what... What do you mean? finding out now. <laughs> well, maybe we could move on to pastures green. Maybe you can well, remove you that resentment. Mark. Well, <laughs> I don't get your hand off my knee. I don't understand. <sighs> I don't understand what I've done wrong. I, I know you've said that before. and I, well, There's I, nothing you've done wrong. No, it's no, no. But I, it has troubled me because when you've said it, I've often gone back and I thought, there's no way on earth I would have been less affectionate with Nadia than before. I know for a fact that what was sufficient or adequate in those relationships or appropriate, I was bringing to this. It just might mean that you wanted more. So, right, okay. Which leads me to wonder, what, have you always... Well, no, tell me about those other relationships then. How well, affectionate about the same, were you? About the same amount. Apart from, apart from first girlfriends where it was... I mean, I remember just snogging for hours at uh, Chiswick Tube Station... Ravenscourt Park tube station and the bus station on the Goldhawk Road for the number 52. So that's public displays of Oh my God, it was so public. Eating each other. It's because how you are... Because I think people that just do it when they're out, I think that's strange. So why I'm asking you just generally about affection is like, how does that... Why do people then either accelerate it in front of people or decrease it in front of people? What is it about the public? 
Well, I think some people... Well, I think there were a couple of practical reasons. I think the reason me and my girlfriend were doing that was we had nowhere we could go, where there wasn't adults. So I think, you know, spare a thought for lots of teenagers when you do see them in the park having a bit of a full-on snog. I love it. Yeah, yeah, no, but I mean, yes, it can be inappropriate. Yes, it might be too much to look at or pass, and maybe they can... But we allow it with young people. You allow it, but also there's a reason. It's a practical reason. There was nowhere to go. I think some other people find find it a frisson. I think there's a sliding yeah. scale where you end up at dogging and you start oh at a bus stop. No, no, no. No, but you do. You, you know, some, Why have I, you suddenly brought dogging? Well, no, because this? I'm talking about the sliding scale of public exposure and well, getting a thrill from it. No, we no, we are not going that far down the spectrum. No, but what I'm we saying is you could logically... The log- I take everything to logical ends. You could end up at that point. But I do, I, you know, partly I get so... I feel so uncomfortable... When, I don't know if you remember, there was a time we were walking through Trafalgar Square and there was a couple kissing. His hand was right up her bottom. He was eating her face. She was, it was a totally equivalent situation. It wasn't like he was overpowering her. They were at it in such a big way. It made me angry. But I think, I I think that goes beyond public displays of affection. It goes on to public displays of sexual activity. Right. And for me, there is a line, like... Yes, a kiss on the lips, briefly, mm. is fine. But even then, I'm not too happy about it in front of people. Like, if we were sat here now having a, a, a lunch party or something and you leaned across and kissed me on my lips, that, I think, would be just awful. Because mm. you're excluding the other people. That's intimacy. I think, for me, often when we're out of the house, we're just... Because it's only recently that our daughter went back to school. We've had kids at home mm. all our marriage. So often I think when we go out and I say, oh, sit near me, or oh, cuddle up to me. It's because when we're at home, we're sat in a family situation. The focus is on the kids. You know, on the sofa, we're watching telly. We haven't got a sofa that both of us can sit on comfortably. There is a, it's quite difficult to have affection. Mm. And for years... The girls would go, no! So it's quite, you know, you have to work at having affection. So we, we have go no out curtains. And you feel the freedom of being watched by those closest to you. Mm. Um, I think it's, I think, yeah, that's the frisson. That's what's, yeah. But do you it's not the think... the moment to have, to, to have it without being watched, I think. But I think, you know, in some instances, public displays of affection are about control or are quite mm. sort of proprietorial. They're sort mm. of saying... Or about showing off to other or, people. Or showing I'm off. But love, I, I think I'm for not. men, I think for men, it can often be a case of, look, look at me, this is my thing, this is what I own, this is my possession. And there's a sort of flaunting of that. It's a bit like a sort of, you know, I don't know, a lion with a, with a lioness sort of showing off to the rest of the pride that he's in control. I mean, but I if do... If you look at that in the, sort of the worst end of the scale, I think there is another end of the scale where if you're in an equal relationship, mm. there is something quite nice about... And I think if we're all honest, there's a little bit of that going on in our heads subconsciously where you go, I am with this person, this person loves me, I love them. And I think that's what makes it very hard for single... Not, not, I mean, there's plenty of single people that are perfectly happy to be single. Mm. There's a lot of people that aren't. And I think that would be really painful seeing... You know, if I was sat opposite somebody in a restaurant that is just constantly, like, cuddling and... Well, we're going to get on to different environments because I, th- I think there are different rules and levels yeah. of what's allowed in different environments. Just, just, I just wanted to go back to this thought, though. I mean, you know, there's always that idea, it's a very romantic idea, that unless other people see your relationship, your relationship doesn't really exist. 
And I sometimes wonder whether that creeps into it, that people are on a subconscious level, aren't necessarily just wanting to show off or whatever, mm. but they're wanting to show to the world that they're Yeah, that's couple. what I mean. Not show yeah. off, but to show to the world. Yeah. Because it's a status symbol. Yeah. It's the, I think that's wrong, but it is seen as a status symbol. Yeah, it's the symbol. ultimate aspiration. You know, the ultimate, which is so wrong because mm. there's so many people that are happy being single. Well, the um, obvious question... I think, I think, and any women here that might agree with this, or any men, not just women, I think for a lot of people, they always feel that affection leads to sex. And I shouldn't mm. say that's just women, because there are some men that are in relationships with women that are more sexual than they are. And so they might want that affection. Immediately, I can think of five women I know that would say this. But they will never show affection because their husband, their partner... Um, their wife will always think that that means sex. Yeah. And so when they're out, they can be affectionate because it doesn't mean that they're then going to be five minutes later but at could, it. But could it be that six hours later the, the partner well, exactly. might expect it because they've been affectionate? No, no, well, I don't think expect it, but I think anyone that thinks that affection is not... Is, is, is not and it's very, very important part of a good sex life, then they are never going to have a good sex life. No, I agree. Because I... you could be affectionate on a Monday in a way that is really touching and heartwarming and all of that, and then everyone might get lucky on a Wednesday because it's about, I've said this lots of times before, it's about cherishing, it's about mm. feeling that your partner sees you as a separate entity from the kids, it's from the, the tapestry job, from of the... love. Exactly, the it's the tapestry, tapestry of, of love. love. And why so many people have such a bad sex life is because... That gets left by the wayside. They think the sex just happens on the day. A standing start. And I think sometimes I do think, you know, maybe we're a bit unfair with people. Say, oh, God, you know, God, he only gives me affection when he wants sex. But the you can get such a, a chasm between you, can't you? That yeah. When there is that bit of affection, it's like people, everyone can misread each other and go, oh, my God, this must mean sex. Great. I've been dying for it. Oh, no. God, the last thing I wanted was to have sex. But so many public displays of affection that aren't appropriate are crossing that sort of very tricky line between affection and sex. And mm. I think that's the problem. I think therein lies the problem. And I think men, when they're affectionate... I mean, you know, the classic uh, scenarios where you're in the back row of a cinema or, in my instance, you're at a bus stop and you're, you're kind of, you know, you're both kind of pushing against each other and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, there is a sexual frisson. Mm. to public displays of affection. So, mm. But from what you're saying, I'm sensing that you're sort of kind of indicating that there's the difference of affection across the well, daytime. I think it can breathe. If yeah. you're affectionate outside, you, you can allow it to breathe. I remember when another thing that used to do that really used to annoy me when we were first together, and oh my God, I'm going to really embarrass you if I say this. Are you right with me saying it? Well, I mean, you say so much. Go for it. Yeah, you know, obviously we had we had a good, you know, as you do when you're first together, what? good sex life oh, right. and everything. And you used to do this thing that used to really it it played a it was a really damaging thing oh my in God. our intimacy. Like you'd be driving or something, you're doing something, I'd put my hand on your thigh or I'd do mm. something, you'd go, Oh my god, this is typical when we can't have sex or something like that and oh, you right. think and I I cannot tell you how much I used to hate you when you used to say that. Oh, I my God. You know nothing about anything if you can say that. Oh, my God. But, but you were much younger than me. Well, I was much younger, but also I'm trying to think back. But I what mean, a thing to say. Yeah, but I and, you, and you always used to quote one of your exes that used to do the same thing, and I won't say their name. 
So-and-so used to do that. The only reason she would touch me is when we weren't at home, we couldn't have sex. Do you, do you remember that? Oh, my God, I can't believe I said that. I know, you're right, idiot. God, thank God. I'm... But you said so many things that damaged our sex life that oh, you had right. no idea. Bloody hell. And you would... And, and it's, but, no, but why I'm saying Sorry, this I'm, I'm... is... It was never with bad intention. No, it wasn't. It was just with a lack of understanding of the opposite right. sex. So the reason I'm saying this, and I would have said What's things What's it called to when you're, you're rejuvenated? Well, not rejuvenated, what is it? Renaissance? Hopefully I've kind of rectified. Well, yeah, because I've trained you. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is ridiculous. No, 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 because there will have been things as well. That I, it's just... The language of love, you have to find out what the language is. Well, I suppose, is it, yeah, yeah, Because absolutely. different people have different yeah, languages. Yes. So, and um, different rhythms. Yes. I mean, <laughs> but, you know, different rhythms. I mean, yeah, I mean... I mean, a, not to go too much into sex, because sex is a different conversation, but you can't talk... For me, I can't talk about affection without talking about, you know, why we are so fucked up about right. it in this country. Right. Is because... We are, so so many of us here are like tight-arsed about sex and tight-arsed about nudity and tight, and it's all, it's all wrapped mm. into one thing, isn't mm. it? What about in a restaurant? I find it, going back to you wanting me to sidle up alongside you, I find it unforgivable when I see people making out in restaurants. I've come here to eat my food. I I'm haven't not come talking here... about making out, I'm talking about affection. I'm talking about, Holding I quite a hand like is it. Nice. Like, I suppose I quite like it when somebody wants me to be next to them. Right. Like if somebody says, sit close to me, I think that's really lovely and I think that's sexy and I think right. that's, and yet nobody would think that was being sexy. But you always go like this. Oh, right. It's always quite embarrassing. Shit, so you might find someone else to sit next to you. Well, I did say, when I say to you, come and sit next to me and you go, no, I'm too hot. There were other people that would say, what a lovely idea. Yes, like I'm... who? Oh, my God. I'm suddenly being tra- you know what traded I'm out. Is, what I'm saying is, I'm a really nice, attractive option. Oh, if I, I know say that. You, come and sit close to me. Yeah. Then when you say no, that is a I rejection. I was hot. No, no. I mean, I'm, no, I I'm was trying, hot. I'm trying to illustrate the differences between the language of love between women that I know, not all women, and men and those sorts of things that many women would say that a man would go oh, no you're all right mm. they don't get it mm. they don't get that that is actually that's that's so many pinballs on the pinball machine you've got no idea have i you... would i would have preferred it if you'd said it to me but you're not going to so i say it to you and then you say no so have you always been the person who's been more publicly no. affectionate no no Oh, right. Well, that's, that's oh, a surprise. Oh, my God. Look at him. Oh, I'm surprised. People are affectionate with me. I'm quite a nice prospect to cuddle and be nice. Would you, yeah, I'm not suggesting people weren't affectionate with you. I was, suggest, I was asking, aren't you affectionate with them? Because you want you to be more... Or did you never... You said to me, you, I think what you said is, in past relationships, have you always been the most affectionate? Yes. No, I've known people that are even more, more affectionate, affectionate than, than me. More affectionate than you. Bloody hell. Exactly. I mean, you're const- you, you would like constant sat next to-ness, wouldn't you? What can I say? I like affection. It's what? taking you 18 years of fucking marriage with me telling you. Fudge over. Fudge over. I've clearly been making a huge mistake Oh, my here. God, I love this podcast. We get to sort out. <laughs> oh, my Christ. Yeah. What's happened? What's gone wrong? So, I why think, are your do arms you know why? crossed? Do you know what I think it is? And I'm going to be really honest. Do you want me to be honest? Oh, flipping. <laughs> Whenever you ask that, whatever my answer is, you're honest. 
It's a pointless, defunct question. Do you want me to be honest? No, but you will be. Well, I don't have to be. Oh, fucking hell. And then I spend the rest of my day in utter, utter torture wondering what it no, is. No, I don't think you're... I don't... It's not, it's not unpleasant, but you might not like them to hear it. It's not unpleasant. <laughs> what the hell is this? I mean, when you say it's not unpleasant, it's close to unpleasant. No, it's not. It has to be, otherwise you wouldn't be using the caveat. No, I don't mean it's, you, it's nothing horrible. But I wouldn't like people to know about it. Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. Now, but everyone is screaming. the only screaming. place that you can hear this is here, because I won't tell you once we turn the camera off. What do you mean? How can you not tell me if you've told me once? This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> For those listening, we're now in the same shot and I'm sat next to her with my arm around her. But she's got her arms crossed and she's pulling away. Don't you think I can see you? Are you too close? That's I can't not true. see you that close without my reading glasses. Oh my God. And I can't sit close to you when I'm hot. <laughs> so you're pulling away. No, no. Okay, this is, what, this is what Nadia does. You're not in the light. When I'm in public displays of affection, she goes... Not, you're not in the light. People can't see your face. They can see my face. Yeah. Oh, go on then. So I think... That rather like when I'm flirtatious with you, so because it became very, very difficult for me to flirt with you mm. quite early on in our relationship because it intimidated you and you thought it would make you feel a certain way when I would flirt with you, and then you'd think, God, you make other people feel like this when you flirt with me, right? And so I would see you just go like this, and you'd be like white knuckling trying right. to hang on okay. to the fear, okay? And I think sometimes you're intimidated by me. <laughs> He's going back to his seat now. <laughs> Is that the shot you've had? You're right <laughs> the shot. No, I'm in, I'm in the shot. Um, so I think sometimes you're just... You're just being... T- you're a bit intimidated by my bigness. Um, I think I've always been intimidated by... I've always allowed myself to very... And it's a, bad, it's a fault of mine. It's what made my jealousy awful. Um, I've always allowed myself to think... If, they, if this person can be like this with me... It yes, means nothing exactly. because they've been like this with someone else. So horrible. Well, it's horrible, but also, horrible. even as I say it kind of logically, I think, well, no, there's some truth in it. But it, the truth in it is, yeah, but, then, but, but the truth, let me finish. But the truth in it is mm. that we've all been in love before. We've all had affectionate relationships and we've all, you know, but I came at it from a very immature place. And mm. I hear what you're saying. And it's not that I'm intimidated now. It's just that I'm often hot. <laughs> or, or when you know that your partner can't stand the fact that you're a little bit unshaven, I do often pull away or I'm, I'm slightly kind of like that because I'm thinking this will be nicer no. for her. Mm. It's no, not, that's and that's I mean. an you're, honest description of why I sometimes yeah. you're, you're, you're don't in, pull in. You're insecure about your looks, which you shouldn't be because everyone Well, it doesn't help, with all due respect, that when you're looking at me, so I'm looking at, Nadia's looking at me and she goes like that. No, but, my mouth, and it's just like, what are but you But the other at? thing is, when, um, when, you know, like, if I dress up and I look nice, I would immediately see you go, oh, God, do I look nice Well, I would say Well, I would say that that was, usually, that was far more often the case, whereas now I see you look nice, and I think, great, she looks lovely. I really do. Mm. I mean, I do, you know, I, I don't... I have worked really hard on all of that stuff, mm. and... All of the, and it's, I've said it before. Go and check out our jealousy chat. It's all based. It's all been based on fear. It's all been based yeah. on seeing, unfortunately, really manipulative and predatory behaviour around sex and affection. Mm. And seeing that from an early age has made it really difficult to trust, trust. 
The, exactly. And also because I know, I know I was untrustworthy and I'd learned those ways and I kind of, you know, I partook in that sort of attitude. Um, I, you know, it, it, it doubles down on the idea that, you know, I had to really fight against that this is the way people relate. Mm. This is the way affection works. If it's like this with one person, there's no such thing as monogamy. I didn't see monogamy. Mm. You know, it was a constant sort of plurality of people all the time. And I was like, oh, and yeah, that, very that, confusing. that was confusing. And but, that's why I, I don't underestimate the fact that I've come from parents that loved each other, trusted mm. each other looked after each other and everything was everything that I saw was decent and kind and loving so yeah. of course I'm not going to have the jealousy that you've got of course I'm not going to mm. have the insecurity that you've had and you have been incredible on the way that you've I never thought you were going to be able to get to the place that you've got to um, and though we've joked and laughed and stuff here and it is all really funny it's because we're through the other side so what I well, would not say, really. Unless I sit so, next to you, I'm fucked. No, but it's always work to do, isn't it? But, but to people that are listening to this or watching this, that do you see how complex it is? It's not just about, oh, can you, can, will they hold your hand or they won't? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes deep into the roots of who we were and what we were and what we saw as children and then feeds right the mm. way through and how we felt rejected or how we felt cherished. Or we, it's just a massive subject. Are you all right to hold somebody's hand in public? Yeah. That sounds like a simple question, but it's not a simple question. It because certainly isn't. So many of people's... Fi- people can get quite aggressive about it. You know, some... And it is, in my experience, it's more men than women. Mm. So, oh, I don't want to do any of that. Well, where does that come from, that masculine toxici- mm. toxicity, where it's like, you know, uh, uh, what does that make me look like? Who does that... And has that poor man that's not enjoying affection... Ever seen it? Did he see his father have no, affection? No, 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 absolutely, enjoying? I agree. So it's, so it's, I think, I think working this stuff out is more work towards masculine toxic, toxicity as well because it's seen as a weakness yeah. and it's a superpower because you can supercharge your love and your connection and your family if you are able to be affectionate. Lots of people start having sex at a very young age, and this is fact, because they are desperate for human touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they get to a certain age and people stop cuddling them and stop kissing them and stop... That's why I was making... Kissing my kid's face. Maddie's 20. I put my lips right into her face. I kiss her, I kiss her, I kiss her. Because that need for touch is so important. And I I think you're right. And I think that's where the contortion of sex and affection and it becomes quite quite Mm. complicated. But I have to say, I have to pull you up on one thing. Whenever I have ever held your hand, your hand has become such a damp fish Mm. of a hand. You don't hold hands back. It's a very unsatisfying thing to do. You were the only person that ever said this to me. And and the girl said it. So I I thought, oh, this must be true. I never thought that I didn't hold hands tight enough. No, but I really have... I really think about it now. I held your hand in the park the other day. And you went... No, no, I I had a... a glove on, but I was thinking, oh my god, he's going to think my hand is not tight enough. I was actually not, not tight and enough. And then it I was holding your hand even tight. There. And then I was like, oh my god, this is knackered. You may as well have put a sock in my hand. But I'm more of a hold the hand like this. No, you're not. You're more of a pull me down onto the floor and <laughs> lean and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, good. put it this way: I do try. I do hold her hand, and it's just the most unsatisfying experience ever. So there we go. Public shows of displays of affection. I have to sit next to you more. I need to touch you more. I need to just generally be... You very, very rarely would choose to sit next to me. 
because I like to see your face. There are so many reasons for this, and I'm hot. I'm hot now. <laughs> I moved from next to you because I'm hot. Anyway. Well, there you go, guys. If you enjoyed that, subscribe. If you're on podcasts, leave a comment, hit the stars, do whatever it is you can to say, hey, that was good. That was right good. That, that was right good. <laughs>